0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Non-Technical, where I, your host, Alexis Gay, interview influential folks from tech, media, business, and beyond about everything except their resumes. Today on the pod, big pod, very exciting episode, we have Turner Novak, the founder of Banana Capital. Turner Novak, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. This is
0: awesome. (laughs) I'm so happy you're here.
1: I'm so happy to be here too.
0: This is going to be fun. This episode of Non-Technical is brought to you by Main Street. Every day when I log onto Twitter, I'm greeted by Nick Abuzaid's smiling face besides a promoted tweet about Main Street asking me if I am a seed stage startup. Unfortunately for me, I'm not, but you might be. So founders, here's the deal. You're owed more than $50,000 in tax credits from the government, seriously. And Main Street can get it back for you in 20 minutes. The truth is that the first 30 to 50,000 times I saw ads for Main Street, I thought it sounded too good to be true. But then Nick gave me the rundown. The US government annually sets aside 100 billion dollars for startups. Main Street connects directly into your payroll system to find which of those credits and incentives apply to your business. Then, they'll advance you on the cash you're owed in real time at 0% interest. Oh, and 90% of venture-backed startups qualify. It costs nothing to find out how much you're owed and listeners of non-technical can book a free white glove onboarding call today at mainstreet.com slash non-technical. Turner Novak is a venture capitalist. He recently launched his own early stage investment fund, Banana Capital, where he's trying to find the best founders and best startups by making sector and location agnostic investments across all stages. Originally from Canada and currently living in Ann Arbor, Turner previously worked as an institutional investor at an endowment before transitioning into venture capital, working with four Capital, and later as a general partner and chief meme officer at Gelt VC. Turner, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. That was probably the best introduction I've ever gotten from somebody.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm so happy to hear that.
1: It was very professional, exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's perfect
0: that's great you felt like it was a nice narrative for you
1: yeah i'm gonna have to steal it
0: yeah you can have that <laughs> that's yours that's your gift
1: other podcasts i go on i'm just gonna tell them hey can you actually go to that literal mm-hmm. spotify mm-hmm. file and like copy yep. it and just stick yeah. it in the recording and then we can keep talking
0: that's perfect it'll be like i'm your hype woman across all podcasts
1: <laughs> like instead of a hype song i got my hype woman intro
0: <laughs> i'm your walkout music <laughs> yeah That's a great idea. So Turner, some context on why I'm so excited to have you on is that I think you're hilarious. And it's not that it stops and ends there, but that's a lot of it. We are Twitter friends.
1: Yeah, we are. I remember we met probably because of each other's silly videos that we would (laughs) post on Twitter that (laughs) people enjoyed. And I think I just DM'd you and was like, hey, We should just like talk sometime.
0: Yes, which is funny because I had been planning to DM you about talking, so it all worked out.
1: That's perfect. I didn't know that. That's awesome.
0: Really? Oh, of course. Well, we were tagged in the same tweet for something and I had seen you a bunch. I was not sure at first if you were serious or if you were making a joke. (laughs) But over time, when I realized that you were also making jokes, I was like, I have to meet this guy.
1: I think that's something I run up against a lot where people are like, huh? I didn't realize you were a real VC. Like, I didn't realize you were a real person. I thought this was a parody account. Yeah. Which is kind of, I guess, what I'm going for, for the most part.
0: So, it works. This is a question I've been meaning to DM you. You're also tweeting real things in between a lot of these jokes, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Because sometimes I see a tweet from you, and I'm like that made a lot of sense to me. That feels like a normal tweet. And then I wonder, (laughs) am I so far gone down the rabbit hole of tech (laughs) that I believe the meme? And then, so I'm happy to know that (laughs) that sometimes it is real. I feel a lot better.
1: That's probably what makes it so funny is that I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but there's some things I will will tweet in a certain category of Twitter users. Mm. Let's just say crypto Twitter.
0: Sure just saying yeah, and this is a hypothetical
1: hypothetical. a certain subcategory of Twitter users will find the tweet and think that it's real and oh, start yeah. coming after me for it. I'd start laughing because like people will respond to it in like on. I usually will troll people back.
0: Has that ever gone wrong for you, getting all up in the troll mix?
1: Maybe. I don't think so. I mean, there's probably some people who just, like, don't think it's funny. It's kind of my personality. I'm probably one of the people who take myself the least serious Mm -hmm. on the Internet. Yeah. I usually try to make jokes about things or, like, it just will naturally kind of happen where I'll just drift towards making something funny versus making it boring. And, yeah, there's probably some people who are like, you're a VC. You need to be serious. You need to be sharing your thoughts about the future of work.
0: Yeah. Thought leadership.
1: Exactly. So (laughs) some people might not think it's funny, but it is what it is.
0: Well, none of those people are me and none of them listen to this show, so.
1: (laughs) Awesome. We're in good company.
0: Absolutely. Turner, how did you spend your last day off?
1: My last day off, I took a week vacation. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was weird timing because I was closing my fund and we had this vacation planned and it wasn't quite done yet. So still kind of working a little bit okay. on the vacation. Yep, it's probably like a recurring theme of like Turner. What did you do on your day off? I <laughs> technically kind of worked. Yeah, like we played a lot of board games. We rented an Airbnb on Lake Michigan with mm. my in-laws. Yeah, so swimming every day, teaching my daughter how to swim, playing board games, watching movies.
0: What board games?
1: Catan Evolution, if you know that one. Yeah. Another one I really like is called Eclipse. It's like Risk meets Catan in space.
0: Oh, I have Uh, to play that. That sounds amazing.
1: It's a lot of fun. It takes a long time to learn and set up though. (laughs) It takes an hour (laughs) to get the game set up the first time you play.
0: I'm fine with that. People look at that as a downside. And I think that's just more time to like get hyped about the game.
1: Yeah, so I, I love those board games where it takes like five hours to play.
0: Yes, me too.
1: Those are usually what we play. And then we'll do different word games or like Coup, if you've ever played Coup.
0: No, but I love a word game. I earnestly love a word game. I like games where it also feels like you're getting smarter.
1: Yeah. That's true. I always lose in Scrabble because I'm really bad at the two letter words.
0: Oh, those are really important. What do you mean you're really bad at them though? How many are there really to memorize?
1: You're right. I love playing board games. I used to play a lot of video games when I was a kid. Oh really? Oh yeah, way too many.
0: Too many? What's too many like? There
1: is a game that was called Gears of War. Have you, did you I remember this
0: game. I didn't play it, but I have always saw it at, you know, Best Buy, GameStop, whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. It was actually third-person shooter, which made it interesting. But anyways, the <laughs> multiplayer in that game, you got ranked based on how much you played. There was almost <gasps> no skill.
0: Oh, my God. So- they knew what they were doing on that one.
1: They did, yeah. So, I mean, you you had to be good to like be ranked high, to beat the mm-hmm. other people who were playing just as much as you. I was ranked second in the world at that game at one point. Are
0: you kidding me?
1: No, it was basically just from playing Wait, it.
0: Oh, second in the world?
1: It's pretty crazy, yeah.
0: Turner, I mean, millions of people must have played that, right? Probably,
1: yeah. Maybe not oh, multiplayer.
0: Did you make any friends from that experience?
1: I did, actually, yeah. A couple friends. I don't really talk to them a whole lot anymore, but we'd play different games together. Halo is sure. probably the other one that I played a ton. I went to tournaments and stuff like you did. video game tournaments as a kid, yeah.
0: Wow. At what age did you kind of step away from the video game stuff? Or do you secretly moonlight as a and <laughs> <laughs> your copious amounts of free time, are you hitting up the tournaments?
1: So in in high school, the summer before college, I got the highest level in the hardest playlist in Halo 3. So there okay. was this, this league called Major League Gaming. Yeah the MLB or the NFL for video games. They had these tournaments and you could go and they compete like a double elimination bracket over the course of like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is a kid in high school is like the funnest thing ever. Um, and I got like the highest level. So I was like, oh, I beat the game. So I kind of stopped playing.
0: Yeah. I mean, where do you go from there? You summited the Everest of Halo. Not
1: quite. The, no? the next thing was to go to some of these tournaments and actually play against people and try to be even better than all the people I was playing against on the internet.
0: I feel like you did it. I personally feel like you checked the box. You won Halo. You beat the game.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, you got to hear the rest of the story. So I basically quit. <laughs> I went to college, kind of started to take college seriously. But also I still played a lot of video games and I met a Kid in one of my classes who was like, Holy Mm. shit, like you are so good at Halo. Let's go to some of these tournaments together. And I was like, All right, let's do it. So I started playing Halo a lot again. We went to one of the tournaments. We got absolutely smoked. We didn't win a single like match. (laughs) So I was not at the peak. It was like basically going from, you're playing varsity in high school to going to like the NCAA. And we just got absolutely smoked at the next level. Probably like halfway through college. I just kind of lost interest. I just got older and I was like, huh, what are other things I can channel my interests into? yeah and that's how i found investing
0: wow okay so several things on that it kind of sounds like you took a pause from halo and then somebody else was sort of like hey turner you want to play some halo and you fell right back into it so if today someone were to hit you up (laughs) and be like turner Check out the sweet playlist. I, I forget how Halo works. <laughs> yeah,
1: I kind of forget how it works, too. I do like playing still. I'm just not very good. Hmm. I think okay. those games, it's all like muscle memory. You have the muscles memory within your fingers, and a lot of yeah. it's like mental, too. It just looks like it's these people pressing buttons. Yeah. But in the background, these people are communicating like crazy. Yeah, I, I learned a lot about like just how do you work together with people. I'm still working at being a good communicator, but it's like you're like over communicating. Like they got a guy going bottom on the map. Like who's covering mm-hmm. it? Or like I'm going to snipe one. It's a lot more than you'd think. But I think it was all it was all helpful. People are starting to realize, wow, people who are good at video games. There's there's mm-hmm. actually a lot of transferable skills.
0: I totally agree. I'm trying to yeah. think though if any of the games I played gave me any skills. I played a lot of The Sims. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, roller coaster tycoon.
0: Yes, roller coaster yep. tycoon. Honestly, though, I mean, for someone that did biz ops for a while, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like simulations. You're like, yeah. what do I bill to like get a ROI in, on my on my ride or my park or my my traffic, yeah. the guests coming in, all that stuff.
0: As you know, I replayed it very recently, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so fun. I don't know what the Sims taught me because that seems like you're controlling people. I'd like to hope that's not something I do on a regular basis. I was always very obsessed with getting my Sims to the top of their career track. What do we think? Should we unpack that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that I think that's probably what you learn as a kid. It's like how to run a household and focus on... Mm -hmm making money to upgrade your house and, like, in your career?
0: Honestly, I do think it prepared me for my lifestyle in some ways, which is that essentially as soon as I could afford it in The Sims, I would outsource everything that wasn't my sim doing their career job. Everything that I could pay for to have somebody else do it, I did. And then my sim just rose through the ranks of their career. Or I'd have them have like a stay-at-home spouse. In this scenario, I was usually the Sim that was thriving in their career. And then, you know, my Sim husband was, I don't know, like a painter or something like that.
1: (laughs) But he was living the life probably because you were just cashing it in, upgrading the house, hot tub.
0: And you know I decorated. That's the thing. Okay. In The Sims, you have to pause the gameplay in order to decorate. So that was fine with me. If I could pause my real life right now to decorate everything, I would. But if you're trying to tell me that I'm supposed to spend an exorbitant amount of time decorating instead of living my life, I can't do it. I didn't
1: realize you had to pause the game to decorate.
0: It's a feature, not a bug, my friend. I loved yeah, that. Definitely. God, should I re-download The Sims? Is that what is gonna come out of this? This is my halo. Yeah. Soon as I download this.
1: I'm triggering you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Podcast over, comedy over, no more tweets. I'm just going to be in there with Sim Alexis. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever been known as the something person? Like the the math girl in high school or, you know, the drama kid, the soccer guy?
1: Not necessarily in high school, but now everyone in my family thinks that I trade stocks. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. People ask me what I thought about the stock market today. and I'll just be like... I don't know. I haven't even looked <laughs> like when the GME, the GameStop thing was happening. Yeah. I had a lot of friends text me and ask me what I thought about it. Like if, is, really? if I'm buying it. Yeah. It was super lucky. I bought it before the huge like momentum happened. They've been talking about it on Reddit a bunch. And I was yeah. like, oh, this actually is a good investment. I like the thesis. So I bought mm-hmm. it and I was like, maybe it could become a meme. And it did. And then I sold it. Cause I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Made a nice. bunch of money, whatever, but you know, buy low, sell high. I'm getting out. And like all my friends were like, what do you think of GameStop? Should I buy it? Should I put a couple thousand yeah. dollars into GameStop? And I was just like, no, it's a terrible yeah. investment. <laughs> if you, you want to play the game, if you want to participate in the meme, maybe buy right. it, but don't actually think of it as an investment. You're going to lose money. That's probably the thing. I have family members who should know what I do. Yeah. That think I'm like, I'm a stockbroker. <laughs> so it's awesome. <laughs>
0: Have you ever tried to explain what you do or do you just help them out with some stock tips and move on?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think I've said like that I invest in startups. I'm trying to find the next Facebook.
0: Oh, that's a great way to say it.
1: That's basically what I'm trying to do, yeah.
0: Before I started working for myself and I wanted to describe what I would be doing, that was a big challenge. But now you're here. And here we are. Oh, And look at us now, just thriving. (laughs)
1: Look at us.
0: Look at us. Okay. So stockbroker guy, that's fun. What is the tiniest hill that you're willing to die on? Something inconsequential that you would really go to bat for?
1: I honestly don't know. Do you have any suggestions? Are there any, any things you've noticed about me?
0: (laughs) Hmm. I think you were saying earlier that you really don't like to do household stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) Is there any particular type of household labor that you're very, very anti, or you don't see the point. I think this is wild, but there are some people I know who don't believe in making the bed.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: I hope you're not someone who, that's crazy to me.
1: I don't know, I I make my bed sometimes. I don't do it all the time, but I don't really think about it.
0: I'm putting this on the record. If I ever go missing and my bed is not made, I've been taken. Wow. I make it every single morning. I've made it every morning since I was 15 and I was a junior in high school and I was at boarding school. Very, very, very small room. So making the bed was essential to make the whole room look bigger. And I've made my bed almost every day of my life since then. And if it is not made, something's wrong. Like I'm very sick or I'm like incredibly stressed or I have been taken. So putting that out there on the record.
1: Wow, this is huge. This is like a monumental episode. This could be part of like a court like a court case or something. The jurors are going to be listening to this. They're like, dude, this kid, why is he talking about Halo and like Roller Coaster Tycoon? Just get to the, the 19 minute mark of the episode where they talk about this bad thing.
0: Wait, I love it in this scenario. It's been entered into evidence and they're making the jury listen to not just the relevant snip, but the entire podcast for context. Because C- there's
1: context clues, right?
0: Are you a suspect in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that, that's true. They're like, Turner, the only one who knows this. And the bad was made. So we know that he knows that he, he should have made known. the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But any, any listener, obviously, would know also. That's, so mm, okay, that makes context. it very difficult. It could be anyone that's at that cool. point. Because you have millions of listeners, right?
0: You know, there is, there are, there is a number of listeners. And is it a million? I would say that there's a world where it's a million. Is that this world? Who's to say?
1: Maybe sometime in the future. Maybe it's like two years from now. You've blown up.
0: I think the important thing is that we don't know when someone is going to listen to this episode. What if it's 2025? And I've blown past 10 million listeners. So I don't want to say something that will be not true later on.
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you want me to say like 10 million or a hundred million? Like,
0: yeah, let, let's just get a clean cut of you saying 10 million listeners so that if we ever need to go back. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Wow, Alexis, I cannot believe you have a hundred million people that listen to your podcast. That is so crazy. That's so Thank cool. Thank you
0: so much, Turner. I meant to congratulate you on your recent investment in the next Facebook. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. I just kind of stumbled into it. We own 20% of the company. The IPO is wow. awesome.
0: And all um, because of that one tweet that you tweeted.
1: Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um look you at did us. It.
0: Look at us. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. So we'll um we'll play that in the far future. This is like 2023, 2024, I think. That'll be perfectly yep. relevant at the time.
1: Yeah, this is awesome.
0: Glad we got that out of the way. I'm glad that's on the record. Okay, so you live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. If you could pick up your house and everything in it, so everything as it's decorated, all of your belongings, your whole family, and move it to a different location, would you and where would you go?
1: We specifically moved to Ann Arbor because we have a lot of family here. Hmm. So we did kind of just do that. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually sold my house because I couldn't afford my mortgage anymore. When I first <laughs> sure. made to jump into VC had yep. a rental property, I sold that to, to just like get some runway. And we were just yep. like, where do we want to move? Like, let's just, yep. I personally, if it was just about me and I was being yeah. super selfish or I didn't yeah. have a family, I would probably yeah. pick LA. Oh really? Yeah, just because I feel like combination of weather, culture, it's like the second biggest economy, maybe third biggest economy mm-hmm. in the world. I hate mosquitoes. feel like it doesn't get really cold there and it doesn't get like mm-hmm.
0: super, super, super hot. True, yeah.
1: Of course, I'm a VC, so I also have to say I moved to Miami.
0: I was kind of surprised that you didn't lead with Miami. Now it gets hot, 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 oh, hot, yeah. hot I, in Miami. I cannot
1: stand Miami. I'm mean, from Canada, right? So.
0: Yeah, Oh, a Canadian. I just love it so much. I
1: actually looks... don't like super cold weather and like, I don't really like oh, the snow that much.
0: That is a scoop, Turner, to be a Canadian and not like cold weather.
1: I mean, it's I can put up with it. It's okay. But like yeah. your, your question, if I could pick anywhere, it's like, just yeah. move somewhere with no snow. We're in Ann Arbor just because we've got family here. It's super close, yeah. super convenient. Before COVID, I would travel a lot for work.
0: That's right. You know,
1: once a month, I'd spend a week in New York or LA mm-hmm. or San Francisco. You know, Miami's on the circuit now.
0: Ooh-hoo-hoo.
1: It's just kind of nice to have the, the support network when you got two kids. I probably wouldn't move if I could. I would pick mm-hmm. a new house, though. We're just renting a townhouse right now. Build a custom house versus- yeah living in a rented townhouse, yes. go with a custom house every time, but that's, you can't afford that yet.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like the Sims.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is the like
1: Sims the... was trading us for this.
0: Truly. But uh, again, I would need to pause my life to decorate or I would outsource it. Let's be real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's true. When you have 10 million listeners on your podcast, yeah. Just sign a deal with an interior designer. Oh,
0: that's a great idea. Or the painter spouse. Because he could just hang out at home. He'd probably be good at design.
1: That's true. Yeah. We can put this out there. Like, Alexis is looking for a painter spouse. (laughs) Anybody listening wants to be Alexis's (laughs) painter spouse.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This is shoot your shot. But instead of clubhouse, it's on the podcast.
0: Oh, my God. That is so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I'll just I think I'll just learn how to design quickly, perhaps. So Turner, what is something non-work related that you are really proud of?
1: This is so cheesy, but I think it would probably be just like my family and Mm. my my daughters are so cool. I get to hang out with them every day, like every morning, especially with COVID. Like we just, I'm just hanging out, I'm working from home. And so I basically get to hang out with my four-year-old every morning for an hour. She always wakes up before us. I get up, make breakfast. She's just so stinking smart. And just such yeah. a nice and kind person. She's freaking uh, four, but she's just like wow. She's so cool to be around, and yeah. And I got my seven month old, and she's awesome too. And then my wife is also awesome as well. Yeah. Not trying to disclude her, but yeah, just my of family course. is just you know I'm proud of it. So unwork related, that would probably be the number yeah, one thing. Yeah, of
0: course. Wow, that is so beautiful. Is there anything that your older daughter is really into right now? I, I know little kids get really really into different topics.
1: Yeah, right now, she's always wanted to be a doctor. Mm. She's basically said when she grows up, she wants to be a singing, dancing, doctor mom. Wow. I'm like, wow, you've got to be an incredible person, like a professional dancer and singer, two different skill sets, but you're also a doctor. (laughs) And you're also a mom. Like those yeah. are all basically full-time jobs.
0: Oh man.
1: She could do it. I think she could of course pull she it could off. Do and it. I just, I just, I'm like, yeah, you'd be so good at all those. And you just encourage it. And she'll probably not end up being any of those things. She'll probably grow up <laughs> and be something totally different. But you know, she's a kid. She also loves watching interior design videos on YouTube, ironically oh my God. enough. So that wow. could be your interior designer.
0: Yeah, maybe she could help me.
1: <laughs> yeah. She likes to take things and just reorganize a room like take a really cup and like stick it on the <laughs> counter or like she watches these these uh creators are called the sorry girls mm-hmm. they're these two i think they're canadian maybe
0: i mean is it sorry like is it are we saying s-o-r-r-y
1: i think it, they pronounce it sorry okay. canadian so i think oh, i say sorry. oh
0: my- love a Canadian, sorry. I really do. One of my best friends in high school was Canadian and oh my God, the apologies from that girl. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> They're beautiful, yeah. So yeah, she just loves them and she loves any of those. They follow all the big DIY YouTubers and they, she's wow. so into that stuff. She's four, it's kind of awesome. That's probably what she wants to do.
0: That's exciting. Was there something like that that you had when you were really little that you really wanted to do?
1: I mean, I love playing hockey, like when I was a kid kid. Oh, really? Be a professional hockey player. I'm five foot seven, mm-hmm. and uh, I broke my collarbone five times.
0: Oh shit! Five five
1: times, yeah. My, my style. What? Yeah, my style of hockey was be the first person in the corner. Oh my god! The guy who's like six foot two and literally a hundred pounds more than me, like clash for the puck. Sometimes it worked, but it got yeah. to a point where when like I'm in high school, there's people who are legitimately could like hurt me, and like that happened yeah. a lot. I don't know. I could have maybe made like my college team.
0: Sure. Sure. It was within the realm of possibility.
1: I probably could have made it, but I just like mm. didn't really want to keep getting hurt because it was like- Breaking your up collarbone
0: your five times yeah. is a lot of times.
1: It would affect in like school because I take a week off because like I couldn't move. Like with your foot, you can ah, move around yeah. like your collarbone. You can't move ah, because oh anytime you move your whole body, like it just any body movement <sighs> somehow triggers it. And, oh like, my God. It, it this, that's it, so. a nightmare. Yeah. So it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I just can't keep doing this. Yeah. And I don't know. I probably wouldn't have been good enough to make the NHL anyways. So,
0: <laughs> Was this in Canada?
1: In the U.S.
0: Okay. In Canada and then where you were in Michigan, I feel like a lot of people play hockey. So it was kind of a big oh, yeah. pond, right? You, had to be, you would have to be really, really, really good to make it to the top of that.
1: I wasn't like bad like growing up i never did any like hockey camps and like i couldn't mm. like afford any of that stuff yeah yeah so i would just do like the cheap leagues like i never did travel hockey or anything mm, mm-hmm. which you know if i would have done some of those maybe i would have been better but yeah wasn't really a focus for our family
0: totally but if you had done travel hockey maybe you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me
1: i wouldn't have been the reason that you found your special painter spouse right no one would have made that that call
0: out (laughs) me and my spouse will be thanking you at our wedding (laughs) you can make a speech if i i swear okay again i'll go on the record if i marry someone somehow as a result of the thing that you said (laughs) you're coming to the wedding and you have to talk about this (laughs) awesome deal
1: i can't uh, deal yeah I, i want this i want this to happen now i'm excited
0: oh god
1: if you're like hesitant, if you're listening and you're like, I don't know if she'll respond, like, I don't know if I'm <laughs> her type, just send the message. Like, seriously, who knows?
0: My DMs are not open. <laughs> How about this? Hey, Turner, are your DMs open?
1: <laughs> they, they are, but maybe oh, I'm gonna close that them. Is after so this goes live. That is so interesting.
0: That is so interesting So, listeners, I'm non technical. Turner's DMs are open. So, maybe if you wanna get a quick gut check on whether you are <laughs> my future spouse painter, DM Turner. And ask him that's what he a Good think? idea. Yeah, I, I
1: can be like the the screener. I mean, I I know you better than a random person on the internet, so I can that's be like, true. yeah, I think I think she might be into you. Like, I'll <laughs> I'll make the intro. Oh oh, by the way, are you working on a startup? Like, are you <laughs> making the next Facebook?
0: <laughs> okay, that's perfect. I'll screen people for Banana Capital, and you can screen people for my future painter spouse. It's Perfect. Let me ask you this, Turner. This is a two part question. Okay. Who would play you in a movie about your life? And should this movie be a biopic? So start to present day, or should it focus in on a specific period of time? I don't
1: know if this is a good answer, but maybe like Seth Rogen. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of look like him, maybe a little bit. Different, like.
0: Okay. Okay. uh, I feel like you have some traits, right? Like he has a beard. Yeah,
1: definitely. You have a beard. beard? Yes. He's almost uh, as funny as me, so he's almost like, as I funny feel like as you? he could step in mm. and kind of fill that role a little he bit. He could
0: grow into it.
1: He could, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Seth Rogen would be my okay. answer. When I was a kid, everybody told me I looked like Macaulay Culkin, the Home Alone kid.
0: Oh, yes.
1: I did look like him more when we were both kids, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So maybe it, if the biopic, so it would be like a full life.
0: Oh, yes, growing yes. Growing up
1: on the plains in Canada, playing mm-hmm. outdoor pond hockey. Mm-hmm outside little Macaulay Culkin as a kid skating yeah. around breaking his yeah. collarbone
0: oh my and god then, five and then, times <laughs> five times and then, and then he grows up
1: and he's and it's just Seth Rogen and he's just <laughs> you know he's like he's like the funniest person on the internet he's like investing in yeah. the next Facebook he's, he's yes. hooking um his podcasting friends up with their spouses he's Dope. just doing it all that's that's what it would be like
0: a modern day renaissance man
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: not to burst your bubble, but Macaulay Culkin did age like the rest of us in that. (laughs) He is now an adult man. Yeah, well, we could like we could always uh, uh, Irish man it, you know, you know, this could also be a nice opportunity for you. You have like a gingery sort of thing going on, right?
1: Like hair color. I was very, very blonde as a kid. Oh, you were. And it's just it's yeah. And it's slowly gotten darker. I don't know. if You can see.
0: Like yeah. a little bit oh, my yeah. beard is like
1: a little bit redder than my yeah
0: hair. i feel like i see your beard more than i see your hair i don't know why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the yeah. internet it's,
1: it's my it's my my twitter picture like the the beard is there um you know what we could do Tell don't me. they have ai we can just ai macaulay Culkin. Like it's the, don't, you know, 40 don't macaulay they Culkin
0: have ai you know. yeah they they have ai for sure yes they could just
1: tweak his face or de-age him
0: we're going to have so much money to make this movie because you own 20% of the next Facebook.
1: And we can also say, hey, if you look like Macaulay Culkin as a kid, if you'd like to help us cut our budget, yes. DM Alexis or DM, DM me.
0: me. Absolutely. Reach DM us both. And That's say, a hey, great idea. I think it should be a group DM at this point because you know my inbox is going to be flooded with the hottest new startups location and sector agnostic startups and then your dms are going to be flooded with just like so many eligible yeah just
1: (laughs) just like super hot dudes just dming me all day (laughs) i'm not going to know what to do with it
0: (laughs) oh what a what a struggle that will be and then but i think for inquiries about being in the film that should be a group dm because we'll both need to make those decisions together for the artistic integrity. That's right. So,
1: like a committee.
0: (gasps) Turner, what if this is how we find the next Macaulay Culkin? Because everybody knows him from Home Alone when he was a kid. This could be this future kid's big break.
1: It could be like the next Justin Bieber. Oh my God. You know what, if you're the next Justin Bieber, also DM us.
0: DM us if both. You're, if you're gonna be like famous to in the future, yeah.
1: you're gonna you're building a hundred billion dollar startup. DM yeah. us.
0: Yeah, I would say that my my DMs would be open for that for sure. Yeah. If you know you're the next Justin Bieber, also Canadian, famously.
1: That's true. There's a lot a lot of similarities.
0: Seth Rogen, a Canadian.
1: Oh, is he really? I didn't. know Did that. you
0: not know that? <gasps> no, I didn't. Turner, let me tell you. I know who's Canadian. That's a fun fact about me. That's true.
1: That's why you were so <laughs> pumped when I when you remembered I was Canadian. You're like, oh my god. Add them to the list of it's my cool true. Canadian I friends.
0: List. I keep a list of all the Canadians that I know. Turner, what's the most memorable gift you've ever received or given?
1: My wedding gift, actually, for my wife. So she had a book that she loved as a kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: that she always read with her grandpa. Her grandpa passed away right before I met her. Hmm. Um, and I emailed the author of the book. Now, I'm not taking credit for this. Her mom suggested this is an idea that you mm-hmm. could do so shout out to my mother-in-law, Jen. (laughs) Shout out, Jen. She said, you should see if you can get a copy of the book from the author and have him sign it and like write Mm -hmm. a message in it. I emailed him. He responded. It was kind of crazy. I was like, holy cow. He found a a first edition copy of the book. It took him like two months. We were getting closer and closer to the wedding. I was like, damn, I'm going to have to like get a ring or something. I'm going to have a lame (laughs) gift. He ended up finding like a first edition copy from a library. I think he stole it from a library. Oh my
0: God. Because there's
1: like a library stamp thing in it and and signed (gasps) it and wrote a message (gasps) in it. And then I was able to give it to her. That was probably the coolest gift I've ever gotten anyone.
0: Was she surprised?
1: Yeah, she was like started crying. We did it before we like saw each other the day of our wedding. Like we we did the Mm -hmm. thing where you like split off in the morning and then you don't see each other until she's walking down the aisle. Wow. Um, But yeah, I, I got some pictures and stuff, so.
0: Oh my God, that is so sweet. I'm sure that's incredibly memorable for her as well. She loved it. Have you read the book with your kids yet?
1: No, we haven't. It's it's kind of like a high school book. It's like about a a high school swim team. Hmm. It's just about like competition, perseverance. I've actually never read it. I read the <gasps> Wikipedia Are <you> serious? article.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's it. So I don't actually really know what it's about, but she's read it like a lot, like, like 20, 30, 40 times.
0: Wow. So, That's a lot of times.
1: I know. And so it's her
0: favorite book. So it's kind of like you've read it, like you've heard about it. You've seen the book.
1: Yeah. Like if we were at Trivia and someone was mm-hmm. like, hey, what's the main character's name? Yeah. My wife and she. There you know, go. So
0: there you go. That is important to see. Again, this is what I'm learning. You want to marry someone who has like a complimentary skill set.
1: Yep. Like professional podcaster painter.
0: Painter. Famously complimentary the yin and yang of life is podcaster plus painter.
1: Well, if you're a video podcaster or like a streamer, yep. you need a yeah. crazy cool background that people love. This is so a great a painter point. will help you I love make this. a cool background.
0: When I throw it all away to start streaming The Sims nine hours a day, people have something nice to look at.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That sounds great, honestly. Especially if they can cook. I'm not good at cooking at all.
1: Oh yeah. I think I remember you, you saying that once. Yeah. That's really bad. That, that's it. I I bet if you find a guy who's like really good at painting.
0: Mm, he's also good. Probably
1: good cook. Cooking? That'd be my guess. Okay.
0: All right. Well, you're going to find out. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, that's true. In
0: the DMs. That can be the first qualifying no. question. It's like, hey, your Twitter profile, you obviously seem incredibly funny and very, very smart. Um, Do you cook?
1: Do you cook? Do you paint? Do you, uh, you, do you have a trust fund?
0: You, yeah, you know me. Famously just looking for that trust fund. <laughs> my vibe. Do you,
1: do you have a built in 10 million follower audience so we can plug my that podcast into Yeah, we can maybe have. Like yeah. Boost my growth. Yeah. That's
0: right. Yeah. Sounds like that's the future that we're going to be living in very soon.
1: Yeah. Creator economy. Everyone's oh. going to be a creator. <laughs> Everyone. No, no corporations. The corporations won't exist.
0: They're done. The year is 2025. Corporations over.
1: There are 7 billion individual businesses in the world. There
0: are two jobs, creator, holder of crypto. And that's it. And frankly, those are the jobs.
1: So is the job to actually do those things or is it to talk about doing those things? I'm so sorry. I, I forgot
0: there was a third job and it is person who talks about the creator economy and cryptocurrency. Yeah, so there are three acceptable jobs in the year 2024.
1: Yeah, everyone has their own cryptocurrency. Everyone's a creator, mm-hmm. supporting other creators. With I don't see a single flaw
0: in this plan. Do you see any flaws? This is how it should be. I don't
1: think so. Yeah. No. I mean-
0: I can't think Everyone of a, has a single podcast. reason.
1: And like, you don't have to talk to anyone. Like, why no. would you waste time talking to someone when you can just listen to their podcast or read their It's So newsletter?
0: much easier. Because yeah. when you're listening to someone's podcast, you can listen to it on two times the speed. So you're saving time.
1: And know twice mm-hmm. as many people.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. You won't actually ever meet them though, importantly.
1: Well, it doesn't matter because if, it, if we put it all on the blockchain.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The staking and the mm-hmm. proof of stake will... Yes flow into That's all of the other perfect podcasts and listening to one podcast yep. you essentially listen to all the podcasts so you you meet everyone
0: Turner it's like you're inside my brain
1: Honestly I have no idea what that even means
0: Also I would love if you and I had a podcast where we talked like that for <laughs> 45 but the most minutes.
1: ridiculous things just pick different topics
0: but as though it was deadly serious like this is happening It's like your Twitter feed, but a podcast.
1: Is there a podcast that's like that? That would actually be kind of cool.
0: I don't think so. Hmm. Food for thought could be a part of the Banana Capital content marketing strategy.
1: That's true. Again, if you're listening, DMs are open. You want to do it.
0: Right, but my DMs. You have to DM me for Turner's Hmm. company, right?
1: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) My gatekeeper. You're my EA.
0: That's right. Do you remember the (laughs) EA joke on Twitter? (laughs) I'm your 10X EA. <laughs> wow. I'm excited that I'll own a part of 20% of the next Facebook too now, except probably not because I have a feeling I'm not getting any equity in this arrangement. Okay, Turner, we have to take a super quick break and then we'll be right back. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little nervous. Oh. You're nervous? That's why. I feel like I have to say something funny. You You really don't. (laughs) Okay. If I told you that this episode of non-technical is brought to you by a company called Main Street. What would you think that they did?
1: (laughs) What do I think Main Street would do? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Anytime I hear something with street, I'm thinking like Wall Street or finance or something. Mom and pop businesses.
0: The town I live in has a Main Street. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's MainStreet.com if that helps. That helps a lot. Yeah.
1: It's better than (laughs) backalley.com.
0: Do you want to know what they do? I do desperately. So, Main Street helps venture backed startups uncover tax credits they've never heard of in 20 minutes. That's incredible. Also, oh, I was right with the finance thing. Oh my God, I see their ads on Twitter. How is anyone supposed to know where these tax credits are? A lot of the credits that they uncover are actually kind of obscure and not well known by most CPAs. So, even if you like have a CPA, it's still good to use Main Street. I have a call right after this with our head of BizOps. All seriousness, if you're about to talk to your BizOps person, you should DM them the link. Mainstreet.com. Mm-hmm. Slash technical. Yes. Ooh. I'm going here right now. Can you hear my keyboard? You should. It's I, if I had a startup, I would use them immediately. It seems like a no-brainer. And we're back with Turner Novak, the founder of Banana Capital. Turner Novak, we've reached a very exciting moment in this episode of Non Technical. We are at the lightning round. Are you ready?
1: Oh no. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. How do you take it?
1: Just black usually. Sometimes I'll get like a latte if I'm out somewhere, but at home yeah. I don't want to do black coffee.
0: Nice. Hot or iced?
1: Usually hot. I'm really not a big fan of cold coffee. Okay. Even if it's mm-hmm. like hundred degrees, I'll still get a hot coffee.
0: Wow. Wow. But
1: that's probably the, the tiniest one I'm willing to die on is that I just don't really like cold coffee. I just, hey! I just have hot coffee no nice! matter what.
0: We found it. I myself, I love a cold brew. I love an iced coffee in the summertime. New York. Getting an iced coffee from La Colombe and walking to Union Square, my God, what a life.
1: I've had them before. I don't know. I just, my go-to is hot.
0: Okay. Some like it hot, as they say.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It's a movie from 1950 with Marilyn Monroe.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking the one where the, the girl basketball player dresses up as a guy to play with the guys. That might oh. be like a You movie. Juana Man, I think that's the name of it <laughs> or something. <laughs> to totally yes, different
0: movie. That. Not that even was a related. Something like that <laughs> with Marilyn Monroe. Oh gosh. Okay, iOS or Android? iOS? Question mark?
1: No, I, iOS. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I have to explain that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so.
1: I mean, I'm a, I'm a VC. I have to be able to use Clubhouse, so I have to That's be a great- on iOS. <laughs>
0: Very good point. So you mentioned earlier that your wife has read a book a number of times. Have you ever read a book twice?
1: Yeah, probably the, the Harry Potter books.
0: Mm, I've read those a bunch too. Do you have a favorite Harry Potter book in the series?
1: Mm, probably Goblet of Fire, I really think. Yeah, liked. it's
0: such a good one. Mm. I
1: think I've probably read all of them like three or four times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I think the first one I've read like six or seven times because it was like the first time it came out. Like That's I had right. one copy, you'd read it a couple of times mm-hmm. and then the second one came out, so.
0: You and I have that in common because I think I did the same thing. I think I've also read the first one like an inordinate amount of times compared to the rest. And we are of that age of people who did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a particular slice of this generation that has done that.
1: The movies were like, were awesome too.
0: They're totally. See, this is why having a kid feels like a nice idea. Cause now you can watch all kinds of kid stuff. Like you get to show her Harry Potter one day, or maybe you already oh, have. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right? You basically
1: get to see yourself grow up as a kid too. Like Ooh. she does a lot of stuff that I was told that I did as a kid. Really? A kid, so I don't remember. Yeah. And she kind of looks like me a little bit. Yeah. She also kind of looks like my wife. So hmm. it's almost like you get to see your partner grow up as wow. well like it's like a really cool like flashback you know, that's, that's awesome. probably the coolest thing about having a kid is like it's like watching yourself grow up almost
0: that is so trippy wow yeah
1: this is some deep stuff i know people people just went from pr- probably laughing hysterically
0: i mean they're wiping hour. the tears away from laughing so hard and now we just rocked their world with that now gem like, oh my god oh my god wow all right we'll put another tick in the pro column for having kids that sounds great do you have a pump-up song? Like, a song that you listen to and you want to get real stoked?
1: Um, maybe. <laughs> I guess right now, like, in the last couple of days, I've been listening to the Justin Bieber playlist on Spotify.
0: Really? <laughs> oh, my God! The,
1: the The new album came out, so I was just, you know, it's yeah. like, top of mind, and I was sure. listening to so some of them, I was like, yeah, oh, this is pretty good. The thing about Justin Bieber, I think Tell it's me. fascinating, is he went from... This, like, stinky little kid, you're like, this This is dumb, like, I'm too mm, cool for mm. it. This is, like, maybe his third or fourth album. Like, his music is awesome. Do you
0: feel like a special kinship with Justin Bieber because of the Canadian thing? I have to ask.
1: You know what? Actually, I don't think so. Hmm. I really, like, I, I am Canadian. It's not, like, yeah. a huge part of my identity, per se. Yeah. Maybe a small part, but I, I have lived here for so long in the yeah. U.S. that... I'm a Canadian citizen with a... I should probably know this. I'm a US citizen, but I can't vote, is essentially what it is. I think you have to pay a couple, like a thousand bucks or something and take a test and do a bunch of government paperwork to Mm. become a citizen. Okay. The election process over the last couple of years has shown me I'm going to do it before the next election just to be able to participate. I just think it's worth it.
0: Wow. Thank you for single-handedly saving America, by the way. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Turner, what would you title your memoir? I don't know. I have some thought starters. Is there something about hockey and skating and ice and sort of like the high stakes of hockey? Because there's a lot of high stakes activity in your life. Hockey seemed very high stakes physically. Halo seems very high stakes obviously venture capital, you're also a dad, which is like a very high stakes situation, right? Like cutthroat. But then you also are somebody that doesn't take themselves that seriously, even though you engage in a lot of very serious things. So is there some sort of like, what about about hockey stick growth by Turner Novak? (laughs)
1: Like the joke for people who don't know, VC is like investing in hockey stick charts where the growth (laughs) of the company looks like a (laughs) hockey stick because it takes off. My firm is called Banana Capital. Bananas also make that kind of a quick ramping up shape. I don't know if there's a way to (laughs) to do it with that.
0: That is funny. Is that why it's Banana Capital?
1: It's a reason I could give if someone asked.
0: Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) uh, Honestly, I was thinking about names for the fund and it's just like there's, I'd look up, I'd think of a cool name or word Mm -hmm. and it was taken. And so I was just like, man, I got to think of just something kind of just crazy. Yeah. Wow! Like, how can I like dig deep and find a cool name? Yeah, um, and I settled on Banana because, well, first of all, is my I didn't settle. I think it's an awesome name. Um, yeah, but my my wife was like, Apple's the largest company in the world, like the most valuable business in the world is called Apple. Why don't you call your fund Banana? I was like, That's, Yeah, why not? Yes, <laughs> but there's also always money in the banana stand if oh you ever God. watched Arrested of Development. Of
0: course, of course.
1: Yeah, the the banana chart banana hockey stick chart i think banana charts are more of a ramp up than a hockey stick so if you want to find the next facebook you got to find banana charts not hockey stick charts
0: but another freaking gem right at the yeah. end of the pod i can't believe it listeners if you've made it this far lucky you
1: yeah the people who left to dm us <laughs> i better hope they came back after they, out.
0: They
1: left. <laughs> um, i also us. just love bananas it's like my favorite food i probably eat one once a day
0: really a banana a day okay what about that a banana a day hmm
1: wow that's pretty cool yeah that's good i was thinking also first in the corner was another
0: oh yes because you were saying that at hockey
1: you got to get to the puck in the corner first like you know the the famous wayne gretzky quote
0: Mm -hmm.
1: skates where the puck is going of course where it is or something yeah whatever
0: he says i've only heard that in the context of tech that is the only time anyone has ever right. shared that quote with me yeah hmm. for sure
1: so first in the corner or banana a day one of those
0: you know what Hey write two books done that's true Problem that's, solved
1: talk about like blowing up getting them 10 million followers that would do yes. way more than just doing one book getting two I mean would be huge
0: two books would be massive for you it's twice as many books as one book the numbers on that <laughs>
1: just You're to right, do that like math the,
0: real quick you yeah, know Wow it's like <laughs>
1: instead of one. There's it's two.
0: There's a second one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like literally 100%
0: double. more yeah. books. 2X. 2X indeed. Wow. Wow. Talk about hockey stick growth.
1: Yeah. Talk about banana growth.
0: Talk about banana growth, baby.
1: I don't like banana growth. We have to come up with a name for this banana.
0: You know, there's more to unpack there as well. There's something with the peel, getting on the inside.
1: We'll come up with it.
0: Okay. We'll work on this. Next Turner. Time, if you think about it, like yeah. you're
1: doing the next podcast with the next person.
0: Yeah. Uh, should I just ask them?
1: Yeah, you, like it should be an ongoing kind of segment in the show.
0: I agree. Oh, God, you know what? You should have something related to Banana Capital that's a banana a day. That's so freaking good. Not to totally toot my own horn.
1: If I ever do that, I will give you credit. Thank you. And that way... <laughs> People will go to your podcast. Yeah. You'll find a painter. Yeah. It's just like, we're, we're just helping grow your audience This here.
0: moment is the genesis of so many incredible things for us in the future. I cannot wait to look back on this pod and just be like, wow, that was the beginning.
1: It was an inflection point in human history.
0: I couldn't agree more. Turner, Novak, this has been such an incredible treat. Please tell the good people listening to Non-Technical where they can find more about you on the internet.
1: You can find me for my somewhat serious and a little bit of you know memes mm-hmm. and not taking myself quite as serious you can find me on twitter it's just my name turner novak i'm also on tiktok which is it's also me not taking myself very seriously
0: <laughs> they're great i love your tiktoks
1: i'm usually making a fool of myself but if you prefer video format versus bite-sized fortune cookie tweets yeah i'm also on tiktok those are probably the two best places
0: Amazing. And you can find me at yayalexisgay on Twitter and Instagram or at non pod on Twitter. Turner, one more time, what a true treat to be able to catch up with you and talk to you and learn more about your life. Thank you so much for joining me on Non-Technical.
1: Yeah. Thank you. This is awesome.
0: Mm, bye. Bye. Oh boy. I have a review to read. This one comes from Peter's Thoughts. Five stars. When was the last time you heard a tech founder answer whether they believe in ghosts or a venture capitalist dive deep on her bagel order? If you actually named a time, then you must already listen to the hilariously left field pod non-technical. Congratulations. If not, you might wanna reconsider your life choices. Thanks so much, Peter's Thoughts. And if you wanna hear me read your review on the next episode, go ahead and hop over to iTunes, leave me a review, give me a little tech lingo, a little corp speak, and you might hear it on the next episode. Thanks so much, have a great week, bye!